This is Get Unstuck Radio, episode 36, Underdog Empowerment with Zachary Babcock. Welcome to Get Unstuck Radio, the place to brainstorm with you on business and life strategy, to get unstuck with system automation and delegation, and also to get clarity for sustainable business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Mutita Panmuk. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So please welcome Zachary Babcock, CEO and founder of Underdog Empowerment and Podcast Penthouse with me today. I'm so grateful to have you here and actually I'm one of your fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a fan too. So thank you for having me. In case no one have ever heard about you before, can you tell my audience about who you are actually? <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, really short, quick version of that would be, hey, I, I did over five years of my life in prison for, you know, making a lot of poor decisions in life, not having a chief aim. I turned my life around after missing the birth of my twin sons by going back to prison. And then now I'm scaling a thriving six figure business uh, as an entrepreneur uh, and doing, uh, doing, doing, doing the best I can uh, to help other people in the process. You know, Zachary is someone who I look up to, to be honest, I have been following you about around two months, I came across your name from Justin Demare, shout out. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I really like the way you speak. I mean, every single day I see you post in your underdog empowerment community and it's really encouraged me actually. So thanks for that like you have created this community for everyone. Thank you, hey, that's awesome. I'm glad, uh, glad that community is actually doing some good. Let's talk about actually what you are doing currently. Like, I mean, top-rated podcast is something that, of course, right now I'm trying to get that as well, right? And many people right now also starting podcasts as well. Why do you choose podcasts? Yeah, it's a great question. And I'll share, I'll, I'll tell you how to get your podcast ranked uh, top-rated uh, right after that. Um, why I chose podcasts? I was, it was about three and a half years after I got out of prison the last time. And I was, you know, an entrepreneur, still am. But at the time I, I wasn't, um, I hadn't broken through yet. And what really frustrated me the most was anytime I tried to collaborate with any, any entrepreneur, nobody took me seriously. I was just that ex-convict turned entrepreneur afterthought that nobody gave the time of day to. And, and I was pretty upset and, <laughs> uh, angry about that. And, and wanted to prove them wrong. And I was like, man, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to make it happen. And so I decided to launch underdog empowerment for selfish reasons, first and foremost, to get myself out of that mold that people were putting me in and also to empower other underdog entrepreneurs in the process. And, um, it was crazy. We got it ranked on day three on Apple and then started interviewing celebrities the following week. So I just went from nobody giving me a chance to interviewing celebrities in like a matter of a week. And it's just been, uh, amazing growth and, uh, a heck of a ride ever since yeah i mean wow like more than hundred of celebrity that you have interviewed them along the past years right yeah it's been uh it's been it's been pretty wild <laughs> <laughs> so how can you reach out to them or like how can you get them to be your guest actually yeah so it's it's super simple it's like i, I Everybody's like, how do you consistently land all these people? Well, now it's not even me landing them. It's our team that does it. But how I used to do it, it's we take my scripts that I've developed and stuff. Uh, I got the podcast ranked, which I'll share with you how to do it if you want to go into that. But I got it ranked and then I just pitch them. I find their, their emails on their website 
on their contact page and I'll slide into their DMs on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever. And I'll just say, Hey, you want to come on my top rated podcast? You're a perfect fit. Let me know if we can make this happen. Talk soon. And Zach literally super short and sweet. I say, if there's anything like the principle about it is to leverage any type of leverage you can use like a top rated podcast or hey you know i'm getting x amount of downloads whatever but to keep it as short and sweet as possible because if you think about it like anytime i get a lot of i'm pretty sure you do too because you got a podcast pretty sure you get requests of people wanting to come on your show and i you know when i get requests and they're like an autobiography long and i gotta scroll to read it all i'm like oh i get anxiety i'm like (laughs) you know i got a lot going on so just imagine you know this celebrity type guest they probably get a hundred times more than that and they and their gatekeepers are probably, you know, freaking out whenever they get large emails. So keep it real short, sweet to the point. I noticed that you already have top rated podcasts already before you reach out to them. And that's somehow that I want to know as well, actually, if you're able to disclose it here. I mean, what are the secret behind the scene? Yeah. So I launched my podcast and I got it ranked on day three. So I had a top rated podcast right out the gate. So I never pitched like a celebrity type guest without having a top rated podcast. I still think you can land celebrity guests without one, but to get your podcast ranked is really simple. There's some sweat equity involved and it's going to take you, you know, some work, but, um, but it's really simple and you could, anybody could do it. I've helped over a hundred people with a hundred percent success rate, do it with this exact approach that I'm going to share with you now. Here's the four metrics that matter. And we're talking about Apple specifically. You got to get written reviews, ratings, subscribers and downloads those four key metrics uh reviews ratings subscribers and downloads in that order that's the pecking order the most important valued metrics so when you're when you're just starting out you're lacking all that right but um you're also competing with podcasts that are getting thousands if not millions of downloads every single month in your space so you're really lacking in the um in the downloads area so if you focus on getting written reviews a bunch and in a period of 48 hours or less, you can get ranked. I've, I've helped count, like I can't even count, uh, literally over 100 people uh, getting ranked in less than 48 hours using this exact script. But instead of making a post and being like, hey, guys, go rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast, whatever on, on Facebook, think about it. Nobody comes to Facebook to, to listen to podcasts, let alone leave the platform to leave that. And on top of that, it's a, it's a post that's – to everybody. It's general. It's not specific. It's not nothing personal to it. So if you take your time to actually message people and not copy and paste a link to everybody, cause that's just spam. Uh, you, you treat people the same way you would, t- you gotta, you gotta talk to people online the same way you talk to them offline, you know, like a, a dialogue and be respectful. Like, sorry for the long winded answer, but this is pretty good right here. Um, so if, if we were at a party and say we went to school with each other, but we didn't really know each other, like we never hung out, but we knew of each other. And then I'm coming to you like, hey, you want to check out my podcast? Here's a link. Go subscribe, whatever. You'd probably punch me in the throat because I just am trying to shove something down your throat, right? And or whatnot. But but if I come up to you and I'm like, hey, I got a huge favor to ask. And you're like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, hey, can you subscribe to my podcast and write a review if I send you the link? And you're like, yeah, sure, no problem, dude. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for taking your time to do this. Here's the link. That's exactly what I just said. Is the exact script, but it, it was in a conversational format. You talk to people online the same way you do it offline so the reason why it works just like that you say hey i got a huge favor to ask you're not shoving a link down their throat and you're letting them either not respond to you or say no and then they're like yeah what's up 
They're like, hey, can you subscribe to my podcast and write a review if I send you a link? The reason why you say exactly like that is because if they subscribe to your podcast, it automatically starts downloading episodes. So you're covering both metrics there. And, it, and we say, can you write a five-star review? Technically, if they write a, re- a review, they have to rate it. But I've had a client where they got an a, a awesomely well-written review, but the person thought one star was better than five stars. <laughs> so they got a one-star rating. So we'll just let them know that, hey, five stars better than one. Uh, and then the final piece of that is if I send you a link, that's just being respectful. Now it's twice that you've asked them something without shoving a link down their throat. You're saying, Hey, if I do this, will you do that? They have a chance to not respond to you or say no. And then more, most people are like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then when they do that, you say, Hey, thank you. Appreciate you taking your time to do this. Here's the link. Simple as that. Don't add anything extra to it. And, um, and if you do that and you go to town and hit up all your people on your Facebook and your Instagram and your texts, your friends that are in your, that are your contacts, you can do it. I've had, I've had people rank with seven written reviews, uh, which rock Thomas, uh, the I am movement podcast. And then I've had clients that took up to 67 reviews, uh, Andrew S Kaplan with the shatter the mold podcast, but somewhere in between that range, seven reviews to 67 within a 48 hour time range, you'll get ranked on Apple. So we need 48 hours. All right. Wow. Thank you so much. That is like a real thing that I cannot find that in Google for sure. Yeah, well, you don't need 48 hours. I had Mandy Podlincy with uh, More With Mandy podcast. She ranked in six hours from the moment she launched to six hours later when she was a top-rated podcast. So it's really just how much you want to hustle. It mm-hmm. literally come, I just gave you the game. You got the, the script, the gold. That's how you get ranked. It's now it comes down to do you got the hustle or are you going to actually hit people up and do it, you know, because they, you know, you can't can't wave a wand it still requires sweat equity that's one other thing too if anybody tells you that they can promise you something that's like a magical wand a secret formula or whatever and you don't have to do to work like run in the other direction because everything that that's greatness requires some work you know what oh, I mean? same here i really like the way that you show up positively every morning and because i follow your community you know every time you post i see it and it's kind of like I really like the personality that you show up, the authentic self that you show up. And I know that that is your core value of your brand positioning. Yeah. So yeah, what is actually alpha brand positioning in your (laughs) own definition? Here's the best piece of advice I can give on personal branding. I feel like a lot of, especially um, entrepreneurs that are just kind of starting out that hasn't really figured it out or hadn't really broken through in a major way just yet. They're still like trying to get it, get the ship rolling. I feel like, you know, you talk to a lot of them, they have a hard time determining who their ideal avatar is and how best they could serve them. What problems can they solve for that person? And a lot of people try to be all things to all people. And you can't be all things to all people. A message for everyone reaches no one because it's boring and it's not specific enough. So think about it like this. You got companies like Amazon, McDonald's, Walmart, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, the biggest brands in the world, right? The biggest companies in the world, they can create this imaginary customer avatar and then be the ideal that serves that avatar because they're a company brand and they can morph into whatever and be whatever they need to be to serve that, that avatar. But if we're talking about personal branding here with the keyword being personal, like what you're doing with your podcasts and what we're doing with a lot of our brands as, as individuals, we can't make up imaginary customer avatars and be, you know, the ideal to serve that avatar if that avatar doesn't align with who we really are as a person. So the good news about that is it makes personal branding really easy because all you got to do 
is get really, I mean, really, really deep and clear on who you are, understand you. And once you understand you and who you really are, then every message you put out there, every piece of content, all of your products, everything is geared towards serving who you were yesterday or who you were just starting out or anywhere in between. And that, when I started doing that, it's when I broke through in a major way because every, every single piece, this is a perfect example right here. You, you, you say follow, follow the content you're in, and I see you in the group all the time and stuff. Every single piece of my content is geared towards alpha male entrepreneur, underdog entrepreneurs that are rough around the edges. They have this crazy vision in their head and most people don't think that they're going to make it happen, but they're committed to doing whatever it takes to level up and win and get that respect they deserve. Every single piece of content. However, you're an alpha female entrepreneur. It didn't exclude you, even though all my message was geared towards myself, who I was yesterday just starting out but it still attracts other people that don't fit exactly that message, but it's still people that resonate with that overall message, that overall psyche. So that's why a lot of people, when they, they try to be everything to all people is because they're like, well, I don't want to exclude some people because I know I can help other people too. Yes, you're right. But your message has to be for just one specific person. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Talking to one person is easier than talking to many, right? Yeah. And it's a, a it, it hits home. It People feel it. And then, a generic message for everybody. It's boring. It doesn't hit home. It doesn't grab your attention. There's no emotion behind it. Nothing. So yeah, that's, that's probably the best piece I can give on personal branding. What is the problem you find at the time that you have just created? Like since you just like launched your underdog empowerment and then start to get the top rated podcast, get celebrity, is there any problem come along the way? that you just started alone as a solopreneur when you just started until now you have built it until like six plus figure right now. Yeah, there's always problems and, and um, I'm a firm believer in I don't want my problems to go away. I just want my problems to get larger because if I don't have problems to solve, then I don't have a business and I'm not growing and all that. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm wishing for more complex problems to solve. And yeah, so like, uh, for example, right now, with where we're at right now, um, one of the biggest power moves I feel like I've made was to understand that I am not going to be able to run a company by myself. I, I just don't have all the skills necessary to do that. And there are certain areas that I'm very strong in and there are certain areas that I'm very weak at. And for me, for an example, and you strike me as the, the visionary as well, um, you could maybe be the integrator, be distract me from our conversations of being the visionary, but uh, I'm, I'm really good at like, you know, the vision of where we're going as a company, the ideas, like the, 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 the marketing, getting people hyped up, excited, building culture, developing the culture in the company, uh, relationships, networking, solving big, big problems, but suck at the smaller ones. <laughs> uh, that's my strengths. Where I'm weak at is like systems and operations. Like, hey, if this purchase happens and this is this email has to go out and this person has to get that, then onboard them this way and all these things got to happen in the business for it to work. Ugh, those small little finer details drive me mad. I suck at them. Um, uh, the the you know the integrator stuff, the person that make that takes the vision and integrates the idea and and, and gets everybody rowing in the same direction, like. Uh, that's where I suck at. So one of the biggest power plays, I, that was a problem that we were having. And, and I got with a world-class integrator, Tony Banta. He's the reason for all of our crazy growth over the past month and a half. Like insane. Like we've had record-breaking weeks and months, month because 
we have so many in place. I I'm, I'm like the guy the front end I can get, I can generate sales like nothing else, but keeping people as clients and stuff and fulfillment, you know, if we don't have systems in place, then you're not going to do that. And he's been able to keep that retention going and build out legitimate systems and makes the whole entire organization run like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. That's always amazing. Right. I have a question regarding to this. Since when you realize that you need to create this system? Oh, I, I knew this because I, we broke through, I broke through in, in, in my business specifically back in March of 2019. So a little bit over a year ago, um, about a year and three or four months. And, um, and we, you know, started offering a production service and, and where we produce our co- uh, clients podcast and also uh, a booking service where we get them booked on other podcasts and get celebrities booked on their podcasts for them. And, that's when I realized I needed a systems and operations person. I'm like, Oh, you know, when we onboard these clients, you know, we need our booking specialists that onboard them, get the information that we need from them so that we can start getting them booked on other podcasts. And there are all this, all these, all these things that had to happen. And that's when I realized that. And I was in search of one since then. And, um, you know, recently, uh, and I tried a couple different options out that didn't, wasn't the right fit. And then finally, teamed up with Tony and that's been just a match made in heaven ever since. If I may, the option that you encountered before you hired uh, Tony Bunta. So what are those options? I mean, person wise, experts wise, or like you do automation by yourself? Yes. Um, so I tried hiring internally and, and had some, you know, our, our project manager and um, she's amazing, but you know, that's not her ideal role is the integrator, the person that oversees all the operations and builds out, you know, the higher level stuff. And so that didn't work out. And then, you know, I, I had a, a past client and a friend that uh, we, we started jamming, but he was, he's legit, he was legit, but he's had too many other ventures going on and just wasn't able to give it the time that I needed for, for our business because, hey, we're, we're all in, we need a full commitment for this position. And so that didn't work out. And then I hired a company, a done for you COO role. And with that, they were really good at what they did, but it was never the full skin in the game feel. It was like, Hey, we're just going to do what's needed, what we're being paid for. But there's no, they didn't have like, you know, a true like equity skin in the game. Like didn't, they weren't fully in it. And so that wasn't the right fit either. And then me and Tony talked and um, we came up with a partnership and man, I mean, he just took everything off of my plate immediately. Never had to worry about it again. And he's done it a hundred times better than I've ever tried to, than I've ever been able to do it by myself. So in your own words that you just mentioned to onboard the system expert, let's say is also involved with the equity of the business, like actually how you build the relationship with that expert as well. Am I correct? It truly depends on that. That's really depends on you and what you want to do with your company. Everybody warned me like, Hey dude, don't give away all your equities. You know, you built this thing or whatever, blah, blah. And, and I get it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it wouldn't have happened without me. I get it. But also we're not going to go to where we need to go without an integrator. If we were just not, I, I'm not that skilled. I will never be that skilled. It's something I hate doing. I hate doing those tasks. I suck at them and I shouldn't be doing them. It's just those, it, those three things that's a big no. I'm okay with giving up equity uh, for us. I'm, I'm okay with splitting the pie to create a bigger pie. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. I love making money. I love, you know, getting paid and rewarded for what I do. Um, but 
really the the mission of why we're doing it because i i can't stand people say oh it's not about money yes it is about money because you have to feed your family and you need money to do the impact if you're so impact driven well you need money to make an impact you need more money you have the better impact you can the impact for me though is bigger and that's the reason why i'm doing that and so i know that if i got all stars world-class people at what they do on my team i'm gonna i'm gonna make more noise and, and do more good Yeah, 100%. You just enlightened me in the new way of thinking as well because that's interesting. Like you have go through from the project manager until done for you. And right now you end up currently with the partnership and you say it work it currently. So it just enlightened me in that sense of like how it works in the real world for your business, of course. But so that I can adapt more. I mean, I learned from you today a lot. I take note. <laughs> I see. He took a whole page worth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's who I am. I mean, I just learning from my guests. Actually, I believe that many guests that I have interviewed seems like I have read the new books every time and that's always inspire me somehow, you know? So that's why I love being caught cat actually. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, I got two book recommendations for you that goes into better detail than what we just talked about as far as the the CEO and COO roles and how you build a business with your organizational chart and all that. And the two books are um, Traction. They're both by the same author. Traction by Gino Wickman and uh, this book called Rocket Fuel by, uh, by Gino Wickman as well. Traction explains like how the business, how a legitimate business really is, how every business, like even if you're just starting out and you're one person, well, guess what? all these different departments still exist in every business because the business is an organism. What I mean by that, you got the sales department, the marketing department, the operations department, the human resources department, all, all, and I can keep going on the finance department. All these departments exist in every single business. You just might not have the people to play those positions. So you're wearing all those hats and you get to the point in the business where it's like, Oh, I can't wear all these hats anymore. because I suck at finance and I suck at systems and operations and I'm spread too thin and I can't do all this stuff. So I need to focus on what I'm good at and get people to fill these other roles, which is exactly what I did with like Tony. So that book explains that and gets you, it's, it's super good. I can't give it enough praise. And then rocket fuel is uh, it explains the key vital relationship between the visionary and the integrator because this and in other words for that would be the ceo chief executive office officer and the coo the chief operations officer that that relationship between those two people is so vital in every company you need both of those people in every single company those that like every position every team member is is equally important in the business because you need everybody to 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 make a, the dream come true but that relationship ha there has to be sync there has to be alignment between the ceo and the coo because the the vision and the integrator is what everything else is created off of trust me i i know that the relationship between ceo and coo have a lot of conflict because me personally i actually work as somehow coo like they integrate me into that company so i understand what you mean i'm quite like black and white somehow focused on the system therefore i'm not so gray or like i'm not so flexible somehow and that is somehow my problem that when i talk to ceo they already go further away i'm just like hey wait what about this one <laughs> so you are the integrator so that's awesome 
you check out rocket fuel first because it explains that relationship and then how those people work together and how to make it super strong. And then it, it, it's, it's amazing. It's a really good book. Yeah. Thank you. I just talked about this yesterday. So at least someone told me the book that I have to read now. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Before we wrap up here, my audience, usually solopreneur who haven't decided to have the first team just yet. Like they have some fear of like, adding up someone on board with them, even though like VA or something like that. Can you tell them at the first time that, hey, you say to yourself that you cannot do everything by yourself anymore and what should they do? Absolutely. There's a lot of people that have a hard time giving up that because they want to have control over everything in your business. And I had that in the beginning, but once I started to, once I, as soon as I broke through before that, I knew that I was going to need a team. In the beginning, I wanted to do everything, but then I, I got I, I got wore down with creating. I, I put out, I was putting out three videos a week on YouTube consistently for almost two years straight. The podcast, at least one episode every single. We've never missed a Monday in the two years that we've had the podcast out. Sometimes we did seven days a week, but all the and then all the Instagram all the stuff, and I got wore out just with content, and the, let alone all the other things you got to do with a business. And so I knew I was going to need a team. But here's here's. It's so true. And here's how you can identify what you got to do. And this isn't, I didn't make this up. I actually uh, watched a YouTube video by Chris Ducker. And he made the, the, the three lists to freedom is what he called it. I think, I don't know, I might've butchered it, but you ask yourself these three questions uh, uh, for every task that you do. What do I hate doing? And you list out everything that you hate doing in your business that just drives you crazy. Boom, that's one list that you can outsource. And another list is what can't I do or what do I not have the capacity to do? Like, I don't know how to build the, the funnel or whatever. I don't know how to set up the email sequence, whatever. What can't you do? Um, because if you can't do it, then you need to have somebody else that can do it for you if you need it in your business. And then you got that list. And then the third list is the most important one. This is the most important question. It's what, what, what can I do that I necessarily don't hate and I can actually do it, but I know I shouldn't be doing it. That's like, you might be doing stuff that necessarily, you might enjoy doing it and you might be good at doing it, but you know, you know that your time would be spent doing some more high level activity in your business, but you're doing like, you might, you might really enjoy editing video editing. You might be really good at it too, but you gotten to a point in your business where you're growing really fast and your time could be spent more going on podcasts to talk to other audience, whatever. I'm just using that example. That's, that's that third list. So make those three lists out and then you'll see, and then identify what's the first position we need to hire. And you might not start right out the gate. I didn't start out with a COO. I started out with a, with a project manager that also played the role of our podcast production manager as well. So yeah, that's a good place to start. Yeah, so everyone here from Secretary himself, again, that you have to track your activities and you have to aware what you are doing currently. So, I mean, thank you so much for joining me today. And in case anyone wants to follow you, where can they find you then? I appreciate you having me on the show. And um, definitely the best place is the podcast, Underdog Empowerment. It's on uh, pretty much any podcast that you listen to, uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on. But to make it super simple for everybody, you can go to underdogempowerment.com and uh, right there on the, the homepage, you might have to scroll down a little bit. There's a podcast section with a red button that says subscribe and you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, whichever one that you prefer to listen on. Uh, hope to see you guys over there. 
And, uh, and thanks again for having me on your show. I had a blast. Hey, Get Unstuck family. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to get notification in case the new episode coming out. And please give us the honest review. We really appreciate you. And if you would like to have me sharing my thing with you on weekly basis, check out World Wide Web, ebmgetunstuck.com. Let's get unstuck together.